You are listening to the Testudo Times Podcast Network. Hey, Big Train, do you ever get bubble guts? Are you asking me if I shit myself? (laughs) Well, I did this morning. Luckily, we've got a product that will help you with that. Uh, It's called Matcha. It's a natural, extremely healthy alternative to coffee and keeps you energetic and wired for your day. Go to AYOsupplements.com and type in promo code BENCH15 for 1% off your next order. We love it and guarantee you will too or your money back. How's it going, everybody? This is Tilted Bench Podcast 5 of our scheduled remaining series. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. (laughs) This is Andrew Terrell live from Indianapolis, Indiana, sitting here with Big Train. Um, We want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yeah, what's going on, people? Uh, Like Andrew said, Nick Stewart here coming at you live from Indianapolis, Indiana. First podcast together in the same room. I'm not going to lie to you, it's kind of weird. I, got, I like it. I like it a lot, and I'd love to keep doing this, but I got used to the phone, and once we started having conversations in person, it got kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, we actually tried to record uh, 10 minutes ago. Yeah. It didn't work. No, I've been drinking like a fish the past couple days, yeah. and I felt awful this morning. Past 10 minutes, we tried to record. sounded like a bunch of fucking losers. Truly. It was the most monotonic... Um, one of the worst things I've ever listened. I fell asleep twice yeah. during the 10 minute stretch. No, it's been a rough morning. Uh, I thought I had a fart coming earlier and I definitely shit my pants. It was tough. Yeah. But, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, so he's figured that out though yeah. with, we're with good. matcha. We're I cleaned it up. We're here. Matcha helps me out. Um, we're ready to go. Let's get into some sports. Yeah. Uh, so let's start it out with a bang. I know a lot of people won't want to listen, won't want to hear it. Maryland dropped two straight. Yeah. It's plain and simple. No, they looked awful. They did. They looked really, really bad. And I, I'm a ride-or-die guy. I still fuck with the boys. Ant Cowan's going to have a fantastic year. I still think he's an All-American. Um, and I think you were – we were talking about it not too long ago. Uh, he, he made a statement about how they've not really done a whole lot to get better. Um, and, and I think that was him holding himself accountable. But you can go into more on, on – it, it got blown out of proportion. Completely. And I talked to him the other day and – Simply put, if you reread that quote, there's nothing that says he was talking about Turgeon even a little. And for people who like can try to guess that, it, it doesn't make sense to me how the media blows things out of proportion yeah. like that. Um, but I was talking to him the other day, and he was just like, dude, I was playing – straight up I was talking about us as players. You know, Turgeon can't make us come in there – and work hard. Yeah. There's a difference between an NBA player, say a Bruno Fernando, and then who who comes with energy every single day. He doesn't need a coach to pick him up because that's not what a coach is there for. A coach is not there to motivate you to work hard. You have to want that yourself Um, because there is a difference in that. You have talent like Diamond Stone who didn't have the work ethic, and then you have some guy who didn't have that much, you know, raw talent, and Bruno Fernando, yeah. and then he worked his ass off. And he's in the league. And he's making he's making millions of dollars. Yeah. And I think 
the thing about Seton Hall, I, both of these losses are very important to the rest of the season for the Terps. This loss to Seton Hall, these guys were pissed off. Everybody was saying Miles Powell's out. Yeah. Uh, they had a couple other guys out, and basically everybody said Seton Hall is fucking trash bags, and Maryland's going to win by 30. And that's just not what happened because these guys were pissed off. Quincy McKnight's a hooper. Not only is Quincy McKnight a hooper, but the dude absolutely wants it more than the next guy. When we were playing Seton Hall last year, he was talking more shit than anybody I've ever met in my entire life. He would come to the corner, and that's where me, Travis, and Reese would live. Um, We'd just be chirping people. He's the only dude that literally never once responded until he buried a three, turned around, grabbed his nuts, and looked at us like he just... (laughs) Like he, like he was going to kill our families later. Does that happen often? Do, do people hit shots and just look at the walk-ons and say, fuck off? So James Palmer at Nebraska, I kept telling him that he has a weak left hand and uh, will never make it to the NBA. He's going to be a G League all-star, but he'll never make it to the NBA. It's tough to hear. Yeah, he came down <laughs> the next play and did a nice move, went left, finished it, came back into the corner and said... How'd that one taste, big guy? <laughs> I'm sitting like, fuck. And he just looked at me again and just goes, you're a hater, bro. That's all you are. And I just thought to myself, fuck, he's right. I'm a hater. He pitched a tent in your head is what it sounds like. And he lived there the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah. He absolutely lived there. I couldn't stay in Nebraska, though. They were the one team that would never shake your hands before a game. Really? They just walked away. And I, was just, I would scream at them during warm-ups. How'd that work last time, big guys? Because we beat them last time they I did. I kind of like it. I it's, like it. I like it until you're four and eleven in the big time. Yeah, no, that's when you got to start shaking some hands. But if you're doing well and you don't want to shake anybody's hands, I got no problem with it. When we were playing Nebraska at uh, at Chicago for the Big Ten last year, we lost, and Nebraska was playing a walk-on team. I mean, plain and simple, they had the worst team in basketball. Yeah. We ended up losing, but this white kid who, who was a walk-on, he wasn't very good, was sitting in the corner, and I'm, I'm letting him hear it. That dude catches it, and, I mean, he buries one. <laughs> and he turns around and says, how about you shut the fuck up and sit down? I said, oh, shit, this guy's... Did you sit down or you keep chirping? No, I kept chirping. Yeah. I let him know that, that he's the reason they're not going to the tournament. Hey, nice shot, buddy. Yeah. Guess what? You're actually the reason <laughs> that you guys aren't going to the NCAA tournament. So... It's tough to hear. It is, it is tough to hear. It is tough to hear. It's a tough pill for the kid to swallow, but it, it was something I had to give him. Um, he was dishing out hate all day, and I had to dish out a little hate myself. Yeah. Uh, speaking of dishing out hate, I think Maryland's going to be fine. Uh, people are bashing the turf. People I think are, the fans need to calm down. They need to relax. I, I think it's very reasonable to be concerned and to be asking questions and to give suggestions that suck. But yeah. at the end of the day, they're a really good team. They're young. They're still ranked. They have one of the most athletic teams in the NCAA. No question about it. I think they're going to be okay. They're going to make the tournament, no doubt about it. I still think they'll be one through five seed. Yeah. One's probably out of the question now. But Definitely. Yeah. So I think they're going to be fine. Fans need to fucking chill out. Um, Dude, there was a fan the other day that – was talking about we need to switch up our defense. They said, hey, man, we just held Seton Hall to 53 points. Yeah, the over killed me. Yeah, I bet that did. It was a mess. Awful. 
it was a mess. But they, they also have a seven-footer. Maryland struggles against teams that have giant centers because we have little guards or we have guys that, that don't want to go up and finish through contact. Yeah. It, plus, it's just tough in itself finishing over a seven-foot-four Ike. I mean, that kid came to visit. His name's Ike. Yeah. That kid came to visit. He good. Yeah, he was, he was by far the worst player I've ever seen in my entire life on his visit. <laughs> like, to a point where, like, we would feed him on the just on a side hoop and like dude he's missing like wide open layups i'm like yeah. god damn this kid's terrible three years later he's blocking every shot none to man well when you're seven foot four i hope you do something <clears throat> or else you're just a waste of space agreed and he end up you know he, yeah. he won't be playing nba basketball anywhere he's not that no. talented but well, he is he is a really good college center i agree and i think that's all that <laughs> needs to be said about the terps i think Everybody knows where we stand at this point, and if we're wrong, we'll let you know. Yeah. Um, so let's let's go into the moments of the decade here. This is kind of what the show is going to be about. Uh, let's start out with number one. This might be one of my favorites, if not my favorite. Nick Foles, Philly Special. Absolutely. I. It's actually one of the craziest things ever. I heard from an inside source that Doug Peterson went in the locker room at the beginning of the season made all the backup QBs whip down their pants and say, who's got the biggest cock? He saw Nick Foles' <laughs> elephant cock. He said, you're our backup. You clearly have the biggest dick in the locker room. <laughs> Big dick Nick won the Super Bowl, and not only that one, Super Bowl MVP. I don't, it's crazy. Yeah, like, that is nuts. Like, I, and even, like, the, you lose – you don't see teams lose franchise quarterbacks and franchise players and then win a Super Bowl. Now, and remember, Carson Wentz was – the front runner for MVP that year before he, was he got hurt, killing, unbelievable. And then Foles comes in. Now, was it Foles or was it the team? Now, quarterback runs everything. I get that. Yeah, but you can have an average quarterback if your defense and the rest of your offense is that good. Which one do you think it was? It's tough to tell because Nick Foles is in a spot now where he's been getting injured, and we haven't really been able to see a yeah, season. You can't see that. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it was the team. They had a they had a really good squad that year, but Nick, yeah. but Nick, I mean, but the plays they ran, like, you know, I it's I don't know. The coaching was great, but Nick Foles at the end of the day, he won Super Bowl MVP and he was fucking slinging that thing. Yeah, he was. Slinging he that had thing. his dick taped and the ball was flying. Yeah, he was he was spinning the spiral real nice. Um, and I mean, shit, the Patriots even had the plays, you know. Yeah. As as seen by evidence that they're stealing plays Belichick still. Belichick knew every play before it happened and they still won. Yeah, I think they were a little confused on Philly. So, so I actually hear that um, whoever they played, I think it was the Falcons. Maybe not the Falcons. Whoever they played last year, the Rams, they yeah. did a fake walkthrough of plays because they thought they were getting videotaped. And they literally did a fake walkthrough with different signals, random signals, things like that. And, you know, clearly that didn't work. Yeah, no. Because, good try. Yeah, good try. Yeah. Belichick read through it. He had another camera placed in the, yeah. in the hotel ballroom. Um, well, he's probably paying off the fucking coaches. I was going to say, he's probably paying one of the water boys. Just wear glasses that have, you know, yeah, get the, the play go- calls. The Google glasses, videotape and shit. Exactly. Which kind of leads us into our next point of Malcolm Butler. Uh, the interception against the Seahawks. That was absolutely incredible. Insane. Now, was that a bad play call, or was that a good play by Malcolm? Sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. Um, you know, that's a tough one. I don't. Pete Carroll 
probably smoked a blunt at halftime, <laughs> if we're being completely honest, because that was insane. So you were not a fan of the play call? I'm not. Even if, even if you're not running the ball, I want a different pass. Than a slant over the middle? <laughs> it was, I mean, it, I don't know. Malcolm Butler, Butler's great, but it looked like he, he just kind of was right there knowing what was going to happen. Yeah, I don't know what uh, what – Russell, is that his name? I can't think of his name right now. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Jesus <laughs> yeah, Christ. Whoa. Sorry about that, people. I mean, he's an almost MVP this year. Yeah, I've been, I have been. was drinking heavy last night. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good God, it was a good night. <laughs> it was. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know what he saw. I mean, clearly the safety was coming down. I think I would have saw that read. Um, yeah. Probably would have just tucked it under and, and ran, try to score it myself. Yeah. I uh, get the glory, but... I don't know. If that pass goes in, incomplete, it's a whole different se- – because if, then they're, they're worried about pass, worried about run, they're worried about it all. Now, he, Malcolm Butler it, just made a crazy play. Yeah. Well, I, it, it, honestly, though, it didn't seem that crazy. He just seemed like he was ready for that. And the question I have is if that's a completed pass and a touchdown, is that the greatest call in – the decade or like you know like, yeah is Pete Carroll the man yeah like or is everybody it, still dude, that's like a, what the fuck's going on it's a matter of inches it's like Anthony it Cowan's shot against Seton Hall yeah he oh, ends I up thought, making that I yeah that, that looked was, good and it was down dude. it was it down was too down. but he ends up making that oh guess what all's forgiven yeah Terps played a great game came back blah 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 ready for the rest of the season yeah. national champions <laughs> yeah. you know the fans are fucking stupid well questionable calls moves us into our next moment of the decade Kick six, baby. Yeah, Auburn, Auburn Alabama, Iron Bowl. Good um, God. Yeah, I mean, Alabama's lost a couple Iron Bowls on really, really bad kickers. If you're going <laughs> to Alabama and you're the field goal kicker, you suck. Yeah. Well, do you think Saban just, like... Overlooks it? Yeah, you think he's like, all right, we got recruiting visits coming up. Let's get the whole defense, our quarterback, running back, O-line, and then... Craig, go find us a kicker. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not sure about that because, I mean, he's even quoted saying every single time they bring the field goal unit onto the field, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. He's like, there is, <laughs> there is bound to have something go wrong. You look at a Alabama sideline, the kicker's sitting alone. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's got no he friends is. on the team. I felt bad for him uh, in the Auburn thing, you know. The and kick is that went, his fault or is that Saban's fault for – Calling that to, to kick the ball. Uh, I was actually talking about the missed field goal this year off the goalpost against oh. Auburn. Yeah, well, that's horrible, too. <laughs> Which was just horrible, too, because we were talking about the kicker sitting alone. That dude didn't have somebody within 900 yards of him. I, I think, felt terrible. I think he also was not allowed back on campus. Yeah. Uh, he lives off campus now. A couple of those, yeah. I think he was forced out. <laughs> yeah. So, so hilarious story about um, what I've heard about Nick Saban and the Alabama football team. This is, I don't even know who told me this. And damn near, I might even be making it up. <laughs> That's all right. Let's but it, it was a hell of a story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they got a compliance person who works in the practice facility for Alabama football. Turns out one day at practice, they go maybe two or three hours too long. Compliance person comes down. He says he's going to cite a violation, blah, blah, blah. Saban's having none of it. <laughs> two days later, the compliance dude's office gets moved seven and a half miles away from the campus. <laughs> seven, and seven and a half miles away from campus. And a year later, 
the dude's the athletic director at some program. If that doesn't scream saving big dick you, I don't know <laughs> what does. Are you excited to get that athletic director role somewhere else, though? From compliance at <laughs> Alabama? Yeah. You know how many violations Alabama has to be breaking? Yeah. I mean, there's no way they're getting... <laughs> With all the shit going on. Dude, they have... Their defense, what's 11 times? 55 stars on their defense. Yeah. I mean, fuck. That's scary. That is scary. That's, That's five scary. star at every position for those for, for anyone who's not a math major. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'll tell you who they don't have <laughs> as a five star, and it's their kicker. Yeah. He's definitely the only two star on the roster. So, talking about that kick six, it was... I remember it like it was yesterday because I was walking downstairs to grab a soda. Um, he ends up kicking it. He missed it by about 50 yards. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even it close. Wasn't even, it was like halfway through the end zone. He yeah. was at least 12 like, to 12 yards. I'm pretty sure as soon as he kicked the ball, Saban just started laughing. <laughs> like, like <laughs> did I really put this white boy in? Yeah. Like, he could have had anybody kick it. Yeah. And then out of nowhere... He just starts taking off. They have a wall lined yeah. up on the left, and I'm thinking, oh, God, this is going to get housed. And it did, goddammit. And I don't know how you're not prepared to stop that. Yeah. I mean, dude, weird. there is nothing funnier than watching that replay and the big lineman on Alabama <laughs> trying to get in the way of the wall. Yeah. He had no chance. It, no chance. I mean, that dude could have run to the end zone, back, and then to the end zone again. Now, if you're a player on the sideline and this is happening and you know the game's over, do you just go on there and push somebody so, and act like, oh, throw me out? Like, so I don't know. I, I've always I've thought always that. I've always wondered. And game time decisions. So what happens? I don't know. What, what would happen if out of nowhere some dude from Alabama just ran onto the field and killed somebody? Kill, yeah, killed the kick returner. I don't know. I've always wondered. Would that be an automatic touchdown? Or would it just be a you, replay? You can't call an automatic touchdown. You can't. It's not a thing. No, it's not a thing. Not at all. Saban, dude, I'll tell you what. I think Belichick would have had three or four snipers in the stands ready to shoot somebody. Absolutely. People have murdered for less. They sure as fuck have. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sold that Belichick nor Kraft is... He's not killed somebody. Uh, I was thinking more... <laughs> I was thinking more are, uh, I don't think they're, you know, too good for that. I don't either. And I mean, I mean if you're taking, again, if you're taking the Bengals place, you know, well, come on. Kraft's also getting hand jobs every city they go to. So yeah, I don't, massage parlor after <laughs> yeah. massage parlor. They're a little slimy. It, it's, it is a little slimy, <laughs> but it's kind of a good slime. I kind of like it. Like it, it is. They win. They do. And the, we talked about it. The taste of winning. Man, it's, it's delicious. delicious. Yeah, it, it is literally delicious. <laughs> you can't beat it. I, I haven't won something since my 2005 city championship in CYO football. I haven't actually won something meaningful since then. And I'll tell you what. Actually, we won the Barclays in the Cancun Challenge. Yeah, I mean, that's something. <laughs> yeah. I still have, but I actually stole both of those trophies from Maryland. So if anybody from Maryland's listening to this, I've got the Richmond trophy <clears throat> from the Barclays. And Mello, I've got your Cancun MVP trophy. Oh, I hope that's getting anybody in trouble. But let's raffle them off if we can. Yeah, I think yeah. we could earn <laughs> yeah. ourselves a little money there. Okay. Um, moving forward, talk about winning. Yeah. Chris Jenkins, the shot, Villanova, might have been the greatest moment in in sports history. Yeah, so this is my first year being in the Sigma Nu fraternity at Indiana University. And 
we were all watching it in our in our common area, and one of my best friends, Ben Bunch, he big North Carolina guy, and I'm when I say big, I mean Chris Jenkins hit that shot. Three tables were broken. Kid lost his phone. Woke up with a broken hand. Yeah, that sounds horrible. And it, I can't blame him because when Marcus Page came down and hit that shot, I thought it was over. And that was the game where we were sitting there with the handle of Jack Daniels. And I said, I looked him in the eye and I said, every time a three is hit, we're drinking. Yeah, I liked it. A lot of threes were hit that game. I loved – the best thing about that was you knew when Arch Archidiacono got the ball that something crazy was going to happen because yeah. he wasn't shooting it. No. You didn't know where the ball was going to go, but it wasn't going to Archidiacono. No, his legs were quivering. He wasn't shooting anything. No. Yeah. I, some would say his pass was even a little off target. <laughs> yeah. But – out of nowhere, Jenkins runs out, fucking fat boy, and absolutely cashes it. Just it just looked way too easy. It did. It's like, how do you not like, account this, for this the is, inbounder? This is the entire season right now. <laughs> like, so so Jenkins actually came to Maryland to play pickup a couple, uh, probably a year after that. And I just had to ask him. I said straight up, what did it feel like? Yeah. He said, I don't remember. I blacked out. And I like, did he wake up with strippers everywhere? Because I mean, dude, he was showered in gifts for sure. There's no way. So my favorite thing to do is whenever somebody wins and has a big game. So Dante DiVincenzo, for instance, during his his run when they won the national championship, I was watching his followers on Instagram. He he had like eleven five. Yeah. By the end of the national championship, he had like thirty seven six. What do you do when you get to your phone? Can you imagine the amount of women in your DMs? Hey Dante, I can't. I or if you're Chris J, hey big, and and he's called he's called the Big Smooth. Really, sub Big Smooth, and it's Jenkins sitting there, dude. You know how many likes his picture got? His his Instagram ended up getting hacked, but you know how many likes his picture got of him posing with the three up and the ball in the air? It's got to be a mill. It was the greatest picture of all time. It's just one of the greatest sports moments of all time. Like that was a kid who hit that shot. Yeah. Like, and he changed. And I love that he didn't say, oh, man, it was great. It felt awesome. No, I blacked out. I blacked because, out. And, that, and I love that. That's how it should because be. Because when you have adrenaline moments like that, you do black out. Yeah. And you wake up and you're like, who the fuck am I? I don't know. Yeah, my name's Chris fucking Jenkins. <laughs> yeah. and, I just hit, and I just hit the shot. Yeah. That was the biggest shot in maybe, maybe not sports history because yeah. Michael Jordan's hit a couple. But in NCAA basketball... Without a doubt, it's not even close. I think the that, biggest shot. And, and then when Kemba was back with UConn, when he was hitting those, just I mean, step back. Anytime when, they needed a shot, he hit it. Well, he also <laughs> dropped McGee from Pittsburgh <laughs> yeah. with a little double double cross step back. That, that shit was, was delicious. It was delicious. Um, and now I think we're we're on to what everybody has as the greatest moment of the decade. And if you weren't watching it, you weren't doing it right. Yeah. Um, Tiger Woods, the 2019 Masters champion. This might have been the greatest day in television history. In my life. Yeah. I it mean, was up there for sure. Game of Thrones premiere. It was, and, and Tiger eight, Woods said, I still have a penis. Yeah, 18 holes with, with Eldrick. It's crazy. It's the greatest sport feat ever. He went from being the greatest ever to getting his back windshield bashed in. To having 9,000 women Remind. claiming him. Yeah. 
IHOP women, to be exact. Yeah, I IHOP waitresses. Yeah. Now, if you're an IHOP waitress, I respect the hustle. God damn, your pancakes are good. Yeah. I mean, if Tiger Woods walking in an IHOP and I'm a waitress. Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. I, I think he's been visiting some Waffle Houses lately because he's been... He, he was playing great. I don't know how he won the Masters. I don't either. <laughs> Something that something's going on. So exactly. Yeah. So, somebody threw something. Yeah. Francesco Melinari, you didn't hit the ball in the no. water on twelve <laughs> or on. whatever. Fuck. I completely agree. Something was in the water. Yeah. Uh, now is he back though? I mean, he's won a couple. He played really well in the Presidents Cup. Yeah. God, I do. Hey, you just don't know. Like he could tear an ACL or break his back at any moment. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's doing Navy SEALs training and shit like yeah, that. which I love. I do, too. I respect the hell out of it. Like, he's Well, he's his father's son, and that's just yeah. That's just how it is. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I remember freshman year of high school, weights class, uh, the athletes would always get to sit out in weights for the day when they had a match or a, a game or something or whatever, and my weights coach wouldn't let me sit out. He's like, you think Tiger Woods sits out the day before his fucking tournaments? He's so goddamn right. I couldn't swing a golf club. <laughs> I mean, he would make me lift so hard I couldn't swing the club. <laughs> like, Did you need to, though? As long as that putter's working, Trey, you got one of the best putting strokes I've seen. I mean, it helps. Yeah. When you're playing around a golf, you need to swing something. Yeah, I agree. And it does help. It, I, I get my dick swinging around, but, like, yeah. I need to swing a club, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you, can't just, you can't just have the one iron fucking yeah. swinging out, you know? Absolutely. But uh, I completely agree. Um now, this is going to be a huge Saturday. One, our podcast is coming out. Yeah, um, if you're not listening to it, uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you won't hear this anyway, so <laughs> I don't really give a shit. Yeah, so go fuck, <laughs> yeah. go fuck yourself. Um, but we have the best day in sports, uh, and it's the first round of the college football playoff. Yeah, bull mania. It, it truly is. And so, so what do we got? We got LSU, Oklahoma, and then we got Clemson, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh our our buddy Brian Ball the other day said something really good. He was like, we just don't know how good Clemson is because they haven't played anybody. They could be really fucking good. Yeah, they could be the best team in football. Yeah, and they could. But they also could get beat by 20 million. Now, points. let's like, not forget, Trevor Lawrence has never lost a college football and, game. And, yeah, that is crazy. But I think people are – Ohio State's just one of those teams this year where they've got some guys that – Chase Young. He might – Go down for manslaughter after this game. He might get arrested. Kevin Lawrence might die. Well, that'd be crazy. That'd be the craziest thing of all time. Does but Chase go, Young is that good. Does he go to jail if he kills him by accident with a hit? No. You don't think? No. No. At least be a court case? I don't know, actually. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's ever happened. Uh, it definitely has. Somebody's definitely died on the football field. I don't know, though. But in, anyways, if, besides the point of murderers and football... Chase Young coming off the blind side. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Yeah, no, no, that's that. horrible. Um, yeah. I think Clemson, like like we said, we really don't know. They could be great. They could be okay. Yeah. Ohio State's great. We know that. They, they had, are great. They had a really hard schedule. They played, played it really well. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting to see what LSU Oklahoma is like. I don't think Oklahoma's that great. I was going to say you think you think Oklahoma has a chance? No, I don't. I was going to say I think they're minus 11, or plus 11. I don't think they'll I don't think they'll cover that. I think LSU beats them by 20. I don't either. The only thing about Oklahoma is they have CD Lamb. Yeah. And they have a good quarterback. So, you put two people like that that are explosive. Now, last year you had 
Hollywood Brown and yeah. Kyler Murray, and they couldn't do a damn thing against Alabama. And I think LSU's better than Alabama was LSU last year. LSU is very scary this year. They're dogs. Yeah. They're dogs. And I don't know if Burrow loses. Well, Joe Burrow might be the Burrow doesn't Burry, Burry, Burrow doesn't lose a, the first round of the college football playoff. He might lose in the, the championship. I think Ohio State's going to win it all. That's my personal opinion. I think Burrow has no brain. <laughs> what makes you say that? I think he's crazy. I think he is that look in his eye that you're like, okay, that white boy's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's just a fact. It is sure. a fact. You saw him. So yesterday I saw a video on Bleacher Report. He had like 15 threes in a row. And like his stroke is smooth now. <laughs> yeah. My bad. No, you're good. Um, I'll bleep that part out. That's fine. Um, I, I don't see anybody beating Joe Pretty Boy Burrow. I see Ohio State doing that. I think Ohio State is loses he, to Clemson, I and I think LSU beats I also heard recently that Oklahoma. Chase Young's thinking about coming back for his senior year. Dude, it's immediate pitch. That's what everybody says. It's immediate pitch. That'd be stupid. It's to keep the focus on Ohio State. It it's it actually is not a possibility that he doesn't leave. Yeah. Well, I don't think Bro loses the first round. Uh, I don't. I, I think he does lose in the final. Um, so crazy story about Chase Young though. Yeah. You know when he got suspended this year? Yeah. Big rumors were flying that Maryland tipped off the NCAA. Really. About some money stuff going on. Wow. I guess he got a loan, and that's why Ohio State was doing onside kicks up fifty five. Really? So when it happened, I was like, what the hell's going on? I mean, did they just kick an onside kick yeah. with the score 63 to 4? <laughs> and they did, and they got it. And then I'm talking to some people, and they're like, yeah, rumor has it, Maryland tipped them off to, to get them suspended. Got beat by 100. And then Ryan Day said, keep going, fellas. <laughs> keep going. Yeah, I've always wondered if Ohio State cheats. Every program cheats. Big train. In football, I guarantee it. It's just if weird. you get if you get more than five five stars in one recruiting class, you're a cheater. Yeah, you're a fucking. You're doing cheater. something. You're you're pulling a patino and you're having stripper gate at the school and you're getting everybody. Again, if you know anything, yeah, stripper gate with, with Louisville stripper gate. We please, need we need it. If we will do anything, yeah, anything. Yeah. <laughs> anything. I had to think about that, but yeah, I probably would. If you know a walk on from that team, if you know anybody from that team, get us in touch with. Absolutely. Them. All right, um, I think that's going to do it. Yeah, I think that's it. I got nothing else for you fuckers. Yeah, so we'll see you guys next time. This is Tilted Bench Episode 5. That's Big Train. I'm Andrew Terrell. Swing it low, baby. Swing it low. (laughs) 